You're listening to the e-commerce marketing show presented by Privy. Live from my closet. We're going to jump in this. We have so much to cover. What's up, everybody? You're here now. This is Ryan. Why don't you do a quick one, two minute intro? Who are you? Well, I'll just, you know, I'll take like 45 minutes to talk about myself. A classic marketing guy. Yes. I started my first online business in 98. I was working full time in a children's rehab hospital. I used to train kids. I was a trainer on the side and started doing online publishing and writing articles about sports training and speed and all that stuff. I ran track in college and started selling equipment. So e-commerce really early, drop ship. Before we did online credit cards, people would have to email me their credit card info. I'd take it to the bank and go, run the thing through. That's how old school we are. You had the pink and yellow, like you get the carbon, it was a carbon copy. copy. Yeah, I used to get the carbon <laughs> paper and it would take like five days to go into the account. And then I started doing online training. People would pay us for programs. And then I did what was at the time the world's first sports training membership site. We took all of our content and basically put it behind a paywall And this was 2001, and it was just for strength and conditioning for training athletes. And it's just over the years, I've created two other supplement companies. At their peak, they both hit seven figures a month in revenue. And then for the past probably decade, I've been teaching entrepreneurship because people have been asking me, how do you do this? And two years ago, I had this kind of breakthrough. I was dealing with my own health issues, reversed my own autoimmune, lost all the weight, back to kind of how I felt 20, 30 years ago. And I started this new company called Rewind, which is inflammation-free bars and drinks. And it's forming now into a lifestyle company. I call it Rewind because it's like rewinding the years. And as you could see behind me, it's you know playing into the kind of fun retro. Born in 72, so I'm a child of the 80s. I have arcade machines over there in my office here. And I just want to embrace fun and play and make people feel good. And I love talking about business and helping entrepreneurs. I think the secret sauce for me over the years has been just making business more personal and connecting on a much deeper way and getting beyond a product. And I think that's what a lot of e-commerce companies do, Dave, is they just focus entirely on the product and there's nothing beyond that. And they become more of a commodity no matter what they're selling. So I'm looking forward to, I know you guys said tear down emails. I am going to build up. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, come on. Honestly, I just, I want to have fun and I want people to just use this as a learning experience. And if we could all just take a deep breath in... And now, I know we're all going through like some crazy times, but if you truly put your tribe, your peeps, whatever you call them, I don't call them customers, if you put them first and you think about them and you build your business around serving them, and then you combine that with the good marketing stuff we're going to learn today, it's hard to lose. So I love what you guys stand for and I'm ready. In your mind, like you love copywriting, you figured this out, like what actually makes a good email? Well, it's funny. I've been doing my own quote-unquote copywriting for 20 years, but I don't call it copywriting. I just call it writing. And I think the big thing is shifting away from the idea that you're sitting down to do email and thinking of it as copywriting. I think because that automatically puts us in a different... It puts a different hat on. It's like we start thinking of copywriting. We start thinking of conversions. Everyone's thinking KPIs and what's my EPC, like all this stuff. Forget that. I think of it, I'm writing a letter to a friend. And I think that's the frame of mind that all of my marketing has that consistent throughout, whether it's the copy on the site, in our Facebook group, on social media, in our email. It has to feel like it's a letter from a friend. 
I think we're going to get into it. All right, let's build some emails up. Build maybe. up time, baby. Build hold up. On, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We don't have time for these types of games. Hold on, I'm changing this right now. This is Everyone on who's up. watching, how you guys feeling? You feeling good and energized? We're ready? I'm, Give me a I'm, yes I'm, in the chat box. Give the man some yes. Give me a yes. Give, Give me some love. Some yes. Oh, what am I doing? I hit share. Hold on. You this know what? I, I feel like people... Chaos. Yes. Get, you know, we get into e-com, Dave, and everyone gets like so serious and so obsessed with the numbers. We lose track of like the energy, the enthusiasm, the passion. We just got to tap into that. All right, let's go. This is on you, man. I'm just the talent. Well, actually, no, you're the talent. I'm just the host. So we got a bunch of these that we put in here. And so I'm going to give you as much time as you need to read this and digest it. But basically what the folks are going to get from you is free email advice. And on top of that, in chat, so questions go in Q&A, but in chat, let's comment live while Ryan is doing this. Like, do you agree? Do you disagree? What do you think of emojis? What do you think of the layout? So, so maybe take two seconds and give your own take. And I'm interested to hear what Ryan has to say about this baby. Okay. Yeah. And if you agree with me, cool. And if you don't, then you're wrong. It's fine. Like, it's cool. I'm open. Is there another page to this email? Because I feel like you sent me, I think I saw this one before. Or is this the only one? We may did? have trimmed some of them yeah, to keep them because, screenshots in this Because deck. I do remember, because you sent me some of the samples ahead of time. So I got a quick peek before. Because this one kept going. And the first thing I noticed because they kept listing more and more products. And I believe they had links to all their different blog posts and pictures of blogs. And I counted and it was like 17 CTAs, 17 different calls to action. That was the first thing. It was too much. And I get it. I know some e-com companies are like, let's throw all our stuff out there. But I think it confuses people. There's something yeah. to be said about overwhelming with too much. But it's hard though, right? Like I've felt this as a marketer, we're going to send an email. You got this list. Whether you got 100 people or 100,000, you're like, this is my moment. I'm going to tell them about this, but I also want to tell them about this. And I also want to tell them about this. It's like, it's hard to just pick one. Dave, can I blow some minds? Is that okay? Please. If every email is throwing a whole bunch of stuff at them, they say to me, how many times did you email? Well, I email three to four times a week. Well, don't you ever run out of things to say? No, because I look at the ability to write an email. It can almost be tailored to each individual product. And when you do that, instead of saying, I have to talk to everybody every time, all the time with every product, the emails become kind of generic, a little boring, a little vanilla, and there's nothing that gets me excited. The goal of your email, you want to obviously you build a relationship, but you want to get them to open and then eventually go to your site to buy something. It's much easier to talk about one thing, one benefit of one specific product and get people to buy that. And then when they're at the site, you can have an upsell, you could have a pre-sell, you could say, oh, you're getting the coffee chocolate bar. Oh, it goes perfectly with our daily Tumblr. And then you could do postcard upsells and all this kind of stuff. So I'm looking at this. So there's a few things. First thing, I think there's way too many calls to action. I would focus on one. So I'd pick one of the things. So they're all new products. So let's say you want to go with the coffee chocolate bar. I would focus my entire email on that. And it goes great with coffee. So I start reverse engineering in my head. Okay, that's the product. That's my CTA. I want to get them to that. Then I start thinking of the story and some things I'll prompt myself. I'll say, okay, what did I do yesterday? What am I doing today? What am I doing tomorrow? Then you start getting some personal stories. Hey, it's Ryan. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're staying strong. You know, I was a little tired last night because whatever, we were filling up the pool. We stayed up late or one of my kids was... So you're kind of weaving in some of the personal story. So I love having my coffee every morning. And I said, hey, can we combine the chocolate bar? Yes. We did it. You got to try our coffee chocolate bar. If you don't love it, it's free, whatever. But at least there's a story and then you get them to click on that one thing. You get them to buy that coffee chocolate bar. You could make that the story and then you could have like, by the way, like if you want to plug those other ones, you could be like, 
blah, 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 blah. So go and check it out, Ryan. P.S. The coffee chocolate bar is just one of four new products that we have right now. And you can go and check them all out at coffeinecompany.com slash whatever. And you drive them to a product page. Because like your email is really a vehicle to get somebody into your store, right? And so like everybody's going to connect to the story. And so like Ryan's advice is basically tell a story to earn their trust and get their attention. And then you can actually like use that as the way to get them into your store. And get in the weeds with them. Like talk about real stuff. Okay, so looking at some of the other stuff with their email, the first image, it's a nice photo, but it looks like every photo that you see on Instagram. You know, and even let your adventure begin with caffeine. It's kind of a tagline and it's cute, but it doesn't really say that much. I'd rather see a different type of picture. I'd rather see someone, show me someone exhausted in the morning drinking coffee. Let me see that. And then go to the coffee. Yeah, service. like I, I think the reality, I love that you hit on that. Like reality TV is the best marketing you can do. Here's an example. Like this is a great little session we have going on. If I was going to promote our next one, honestly, what I would do is I'd pull out my phone right now and I would take a picture like this and I'd put my thumb up, right? And I would like airdrop that to my computer and put that in email because people want to see you. They want to see it's yeah. really you. And so like show yourself taking a big bite out. I've seen your emails. Your emails are filled with either pictures of people that work with you at the company yeah. or are your customers. Right. And you should and elevate other people. The one little thing I caught too. So you're getting here on the second page. At the top, it says, hello, Brian. It looks weird because it's centered. It's bold. It looks like a headline. It doesn't make sense. Like, is it a headline or is it my name? Then it looks fake. Like, I know you're not really writing to me. The other thing is you could count the amount of times they say we. We hope you're staying safe and practicing social distancing while finding time safe. We understand being home might get monotonous. So we wanted to tell you about some products that are now available on our website with some of our latest. It's a little too self-serving. Less we's and I's. And there are some you's, but I would make it more about you. So you want to make sure you're not being preachy. So we understand being at home might get monotonous. So we want to tell you about some new products. So how is staying at home getting monotonous? And don't forget, and I know we want to use empathy, And it depends who your customers are and all that stuff. But there are people out there, again, I don't know who their customers are, that it's not monotonous. They're frigging panicking because Mm. they lost their job. My wife and I have four kids. It's certainly not monotonous. Homeschooling four kids (laughs) at all. It's not monotonous. But even if it is, and that's who your audience is, and they tend to be, whatever, people are staying home who have money and it is monotonous. Tell a personal story. Hey, I understand how boring it can become. You know, How many hours of Tiger King can you watch? Make it personal. And when you tie in some pop culture stuff that everyone's talking about and watching, it makes it show that you're doing it in real time and you're connected to what's kind of happening in the public as opposed to keeping a safe distance away where it's just, you know, kind of generic. We hope you're okay. Hope you're not too bored. Here's some products. Those are just some quickies. But I'm going to say this. Every single person who submitted an email, and that's why I say build them up. You guys have a company. You have a product. You're sending emails which is more than 99% of people ever do. Because I know, because I've coached people and they have ideas, they never do anything, they never launch a site, they never get to a product, they never even send email. So the fact that you guys are doing this and brave enough to have it looked at, you should all be you know, proud and commended. And this takes time. This is me 20 years of doing this you know, with calluses on my hands for doing this. Building businesses through September 11th, through the dot-com bubble, through the 2007, 2008, and now. So it's like flexing your marketing muscles. You got to do it over and over again. All right, let's go next. Let's go to our friends, Flax for Life. Take okay. a minute, drink it in. Mm-hmm. Well, again, immediately, the top of it is if you're thinking about writing a letter to a friend, like my dad is on my email list, my sister is on my list, cousins are on my list, 
my old high school friends, kids I used to be a counselor for in sleepaway camp, like they're all on my list. And would I ever send an email like this to them? Probably not. Like it's just too promo code. You shouldn't start off with that. Like let's get a little foreplay going before you start giving all the coupon codes. I would move that back down. So hi, as we are all trying to adjust to our new normal, we wanted it. So again, you start seeing that. And a lot of people that becomes a crutch, they use the word we way too much. Um, and there's, there, it's not coming from someone. I find that emails yeah. do work better if it's coming from a person. I, 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 wanted to, I wanted to interrupt you and pause on that because it's the second email in a row that you've meant that and, I, and I, that you've said that. And I think it, it's the default. Uh, in, in my experience in, in, in helping others become uh, better copywriters, like the number one change is like, this is going to feel weird but I want you to like write this email as, as you. And so like you talked about our, our emails at, at, at Privy, they either come from Lauren, who's a real mm-hmm. person and has a real personality or Dan yeah. Yeah. who has a personality. And, and what gets easier, this is like um, people, I feel like people use we because it, it's a little too scary to use I. And so we would like to let you know, yeah. how about this? Hey, Hey, what's up, Brian? I, Look, this is my company. I love this place. We make awesome stuff. And I want to tell you about two new things that we have. Yep. The reason why I think you're going to like these is blah. Like, I think, mm-hmm. th- you know, one of the b- best copywriting lessons is to just like loan- load up on pronouns and actually be like, I like to think of email as you- your job as the email sender is like, you're the, you're the postman. I'm delivering you this message. I am Dave. I am here to tell you that tomorrow we have a new podcast episode coming out. I, I, I fully agree. Uh, people want to do business with human beings. Um, and if you say like the Flex for Life family, well, who is that? Who's that coming from? And, you know, even if I skip ahead here, I could see uh, there is some personality, like the fourth paragraph, it says, no one is going to judge you if you eat brownies for breakfast and cake for, di- for dinner. You deserve it. Like that's, that's fun. That should be higher up before you start talking about the stock sale, stock up sale, like get to that stuff. Um, so, so little, little things like that. Um, but then, you know, the second line, the second paragraph, it says, are you ready to treat yourself for all the hard work you've been doing? Um, again, how do you know I've been doing hard work? You know, maybe I have, maybe I've been so friggin' depressed and sitting in a corner and crying. Again, I know you can't cater to everybody, but I don't know if you should make judgments. So, so you can soften it with things like, you know, some of you, might be working really hard. Everything's great. It's actually fun like a vacation. Some of you are really struggling. No matter what, we, we're here to help you. you know? And we're not going to judge you for eating brownies and cake, whatever. So um, don't ass- we shouldn't make assumptions uh, on things like that. So just, you just got to be a little bit careful. That. So, so treat yourself with a hard work. Time to fill up your cupboards and freezers with all your favorite Flex for Life goodies. Uh, so why, again, coming back to if you're going to have a sale, why? You know, it says spring, st- spring stock up sale, but why is it a spring stock up sale? Why is there a benefit in stocking up in the spring? Is it because the, the weather's getting warm? Because I, I don't even know what flax for life, I'm guessing like flaxseed oil or something, like flaxseed something. Um, I, I'm, I'm assuming that's what it is. I have, by the way, I have no idea what, what it is based on this. Which isn't it says no no one's gonna judge you if you eat brownies for breakfast and cake baked. So, baked so it's goods. probably something with flax it's probably some Sarah, kind of flax. Sarah seed. Bishop says yeah. it's baked goods. Okay, so baked goods. So um we gotta talk about that, that is baked goods. Because people might be on your list who, depending on your sequences, might not really know that much about you. Um, maybe throw in a benefit. If if it is a stressful time, 
if you're using flaxseed oil, and flaxseed is really good because uh, I know it's great with, with omega-3s, and that's great, you know, maybe for stress reduction. Talk about that. Hey, if you're, if you're stressed out, you know, our products are made with flaxseeds, and it is really good for stress reduction. Um, we're doing this special, as you know, we don't do a lot of sales. We're doing a special springtime sale because first we want to help you because we know some people are struggling a little bit and it's a perfect time to start, you know, cleaning out your cupboards like spring. So, so giving a little reason why you're doing it. Um, but otherwise, and then make it a personal thing. How, how do you, um, how, how do you balance? What's your advice for balancing? Like the fact that people, some people are going to know you and some people aren't right. Like this might be a, a new subscriber. This might be someone who maybe just hasn't opened any of your emails, but then you're also going to be mm-hmm. sending the same email to like, to, to like a super fan, uh, super fan. Right. Um, I look at it as imagine you're all, so if you're writing it from your perspective, so if you're the email writer, if you're the founder of the company or the formulator or whatever in the company, um, and it's coming from you, look at yourself as a superhero. And what I mean by that is, what is every, why do we like superheroes so much? Because, well, they all have a backstory, right? So if I said a boy who is, he witnesses his parents getting murdered in front of him, you know, after a play, and he becomes a vigilante, even though he has no superpowers, who am I talking about? Let's see, who knows? Who am I talking about? It's, if people don't know, it's Batman, right? They know it's Batman. There's a backstory. So you have to kind of know what your backstory is. And there's going to be some things that, that some themes that, that show up over and over again without you having to necessarily say it. So I'll give you an example. One of mine, one of my backstories is that like, like I started gaining weight after I had my fourth kid. Um, and I'm obsessed with my family. Everything I do is, my whole business is built around my family. So that's part of my backstory. And I talk about my, my family and being a dad of four. So I'll throw in things every email, not every email, but most emails about that. So, hey, Trine, I'm sorry, you know, we were up late last night because I was carpooling my four kids or we helped, I helped my kids set up the, the chairs or I taught two of them to do this, or whatever. So constantly saying that, not saying every email, not repeating and looking like a lunatic saying, hi, I'm Ryan. I have four kids. Like you look <laughs> like a robot, like a lunatic, but saying, so, so throwing it in there subtly. Um, and just having, and that's why the consistency of the messaging is so important is, is knowing some of these themes in there. The fact that rewind, we talk a lot about like the retro seventies, eighties, nineties, and throwing in little fun pop culture things like, Hey, if you're not feeling cool, like who, like I said, Fonzie before, right. Um, little things like that, that has a consistent notes throughout, but it's, it's impossible to have every email hit, every note hit, every part of your backstory. You just got to make them get in and it might take people two or three emails to kind of get in the groove. But if you're consistent, every email should be the kind where they, they open and like, Oh my God, I love this. I love this company. I love this person. And they want to tell everyone they know about it. And most emails don't do that. And I think Sarah said she wrote this email and as great, like, again, she's got some personal stuff. She's got some personality. I think we just tweak it a little bit um, and gets to the point where everyone should be talking about flax for life. Like, oh my God, I love Sarah and this company. They're the best. The products are incredible and they have the best company. Um, also, like what, what's so fun about, about, you know, e-commerce brands is like, usually you started that business. So Sarah, like, Sarah, my guess is like you started this business because you you have some passion for baked goods and some real story. Like, 
it, it's not hard it, it, in this industry. It's, it's not hard to come up with like the why behind your, your, your brand. You just right. have to like, just, just share that, you know, it's, it's a little bit harder if like, you know, I was selling software for a cybersecurity company and I'm like, eh, I don't really love this, but the pay is good. And so this is my job, right? We're like, Hey, I, I quit my job as a marketing guy to like go and go and make a hoodie company because I started wearing black hoodies every day and I love them, but the quality wasn't good. And so like every brand here, everybody here probably has a story just like Ryan, you insert your real story into everything. It shouldn't be that hard to dig out the story. Right. The story and then the why. So, you know, my question to Sarah would be, why did you start this company? Why did you start Flax for life. What was the reason behind it? Um, and don't think, and, and here's what happens, Dave, we'll have this story and it sits on the about us page and you never talk about it. You never reference it. And the emails all become, right. become like these sales vehicles. When you, what you need to do is infuse that into everything. I mean, I talk not every single email about inflammation was the biggie with autoimmune, with autoimmune disorder. So I talk about inflammation. So why did you start Flax for life? Is it because of the the omegas, like what was the reason why? Was it because you gained weight or you lost a parent or something? You're right. And you're 100% right, Dave, that most people in this world start something because there's a personal story or a brand. She, I'm, I'm pretty sure Sarah didn't sit around saying, hmm, I want to become a billionaire. What am I going to do? I'm going to start Flax for Life even though I don't care about it. I, very doubtful. That yeah. she's doing. Hey, so, so, so she, she added a, she's in chat right now and she said, should I mention the why in every email back to the question of the audience being familiar with the brand? You, you, not, you have to infuse parts of it, but it doesn't have to be the same thing every email. Sarah, give me, the, give me the really quick, super quick, why did you start this company? Why did you start it? Um, and all of you, if you want to contribute in, this, in the chat box, just type in, because this is good for us to kind of think about. Um, why did we start our company? Why did we create this specific product? Uh, and some of you might just say it's money, purely opportunity. I don't give a shit about anyone or anything. Different story. I'm, I, I ain't your guy. Um, but there's got to be a reason why. And if people want to share, that's great. Um, Jim said to take care of my family. Someone said passion for art. Sarah said celiac disease in the family. Wanted to do nutritious, allergy-friendly product. Great. Great. So if you have celiac, right? Um, is it safe to say, Sarah, when you're under times of stress, things could get worse, right? You could start having flare-ups under times of stress. Yes. So we're talking about the new normal, the stress. Where is that? You know, like, where is that? Hey, this is, you know, it is stressful time. Um, and you, you've got to be careful. So even something that's like, you got to be careful because if you, you know, this times under stress is when you could, you could get inflammation. It can cause all these crazy things and you can get flare up. So I want you to take care of yourself. I'm here. We're here to help you and to serve you, not just to fill your cupboards and freezers. Right. Yeah, hey, so, one, one more on this. Cause this is, this is getting, this is great. This is exactly why I want to do this. Um, good question from Anna for you, Ryan. Should we use, um, should we all use I voice of the founder in, in all emails? Um, I will answer that with, I do. <laughs> I, I I think just, just make yeah. the switch now, like make the yeah. switch now, like yeah. coming off this video today, like, okay, if you take one thing from this, be like, I'm going to start writing my emails with I. And if it's not you as the founder writing them, let's say you have a marketing person, mm-hmm. send them, send them as, send them as them. If you're not going to be the one to do it, say, Hey, my name is Dave. And I work, I work for Ryan. I'm Ryan's marketing guy. He started rewind because blah, blah, blah. I think that works really well also. Right. And if it is, if it is going to be this change in voice all of a sudden, you can have your coming out email, so to speak. So 
Sarah, and, and I've done this before, and it's amazing how powerful it could work. You could have like the, the coming to Jesus email, even though I'm Jewish, my, my coming to Jew, Jewish Jesus. Um, you could say something like, um, hey, it's Sarah. And, you know, during these past few, few months, I've really, I've sat down with my family and I've had this decision that I'm going to stop hiding behind we and just, and I want to, I want to really get into helping you and serving you and just being real. None of the salesy stuff, none of the crap, like we're just going to get real and we're going to share and I'm just going to be me. And if you don't like me and you want to find someone else, that's cool. I wish you the best. Uh, but let's do this together. And you will be shocked at how many emails you'll get and how much support that people will be like, oh my God, I love you. Right? Like now would be the time to do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Let's rip, let's rip through. Uh, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to set it. This is on me. So I'm going to, I'm going to put a little timer on this one so we can, so we can get, get through them and, and have enough. So <laughs> okay. this is not, because uh, otherwise we could just talk email forever, but I want to, oh. all right, yeah. let's, let's rip it into uh mountain meadow wool. Um, yeah. And if I, this is your email, by the way, if this is your email, shout out to you, Sarah, if this is your email. Okay. Jo- all right, Ryan, we got him right here. We got Josh, Joshua Olson. We got you, Josh. Here we yeah. go. And you, you, so you, you actually eliminated he- so the email went on and on and on. Um, here's what I liked about it. There was a lot of personal story. Um, further down, he showed pictures of his family, like behind the scenes photos, which I really liked. The, the, just a couple of a couple of things you might want to tweak. Um, and and you talked at the uh, if I remember correctly, who is it? Who is it? Who wrote this email? I want to make sure I get the name. Josh, Joshua Olson. So Joshua, I remember if I remember correctly at the end, you were talking about a, like a fundraiser, right? Um, Trying to raise money through uh, one of the online uh, fund things, funding programs. What was it? Kickstarter? Yeah, exactly. Uh, The whole email, there there were some nice elements of personal stuff, but first thing, it was way too long. It was, it was way too long. Remember most people now are reading it on their phone long in terms of length, and long in terms of these paragraphs are like even the second paragraphs, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven lines. And if that's on a phone, that might be 10, 12, 14 lines. They're not going to read it. They're going to, people are busy and they're going to see this and they're going to be like, oh, it's, it's too much. It's too heavy. And they're either going to delete it or archive it and say, I'll read it later. So even if you are going to have longer emails, you got to break up the paragraphs. I never do more than like three or four lines per paragraph ever. So even on the second paragraph there, Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We, yeah. we, we got we to gotta slow that down. Oh, no, I don't slow you, down. What you said, no, 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 because I want to emphasize it. Yes. I want to emphasize it because this is, this is uncomfortable for, for many, which is like short, choppy copy, like almost like the way Ryan talks. It's like it has a rhythm to it, right? And you're, you want to have your, your emails want to have that rhythm to it. And so you're like, hey, so the other day I was thinking about, or and like you can really, you, you, you actually probably don't, have to change a word in this email. Like we could, we could nitpick on the copy, but if you just let Ryan go and reformat this email, I bet he could show you how it would be like 10 times more readable without actually changing. Right, right. It's short. Don't be afraid to use one line paragraphs. Don't be afraid to use one line, uh, a one word paragraph, like blah, blah, blah. And then we did this. And the second, and the next thing is just amazing. And then the next paragraph, like you, you got to break it up so it could flow. It is, it's like, yeah. um, it's like a song and it's, and it's like momentum, right? And you change up the pacing because if everything is like this and it's too long and it goes like this, it feels like this, this is what the email feels like when it's seven lines long and it's seven paragraphs and it's, it's too, it's too much. So think of it like a song, um, and break up the pacing, shorter lines, shorter sentences. Um, and then 
so I like the personal stuff on the bottom of the email. Um, I would, I would raise that up. I would show, I love the fact that's a picture of his, um, I think that's a picture of his child there. I would have the picture and then show people that that's a picture of your, tell people that's a picture of your child right away. Um, but the, the email felt a little, I want to put this nicely, um, a little self-serving. It was, it was, it didn't really move along. It was a little too rambling. Um, and it looked like the call to action at the end was to support your fund, to support your Kickstarter. But I remember there was some line in there, something about, you know, and our goal is to raise a lot of money or something. There was some kind of wording where I'm like, ugh, like with, with, the, with the, the risk of sounding harsh, no one cares about you, Joshua. They don't really care about me. They don't care about Dave. They care about how are you going to help me? And they don't really care that much about raising money so you can build, create more stuff. Um, and grow your company. Um, what is in it for them? Why should they get behind your Kickstarter? Um, so I, I think you have to make it a little bit, you could tell story. I love story, but make yeah. it two paragraphs on the beginning, a couple short paragraphs. Oh my God, we were just here. We took pictures of my kids. We're so excited. We love it. Um, why did we do this? Well, we're doing this fundraiser and we're, tr- we're trying to, to grow this. We want to support, we want to have more products for you. It's, it's all about you and serving you. If this is something you want to support, click here and, and we'd love your support. If not, that's cool too. We're going to be here no matter what to serve you. Done. And you could, you could be like, you know, so, so like that, that last paragraph that we can see on the screen, like my sister, the, the, my sister Kristen one, right? You could, you could even just like, that could even just be like small text below that image that's like, has an arrow up and it's like, P.S., that's my sister Kristen. She has two kids right. and she's been helping, helping us create our baby line. It's been awesome having her help. Like that, that's like a little personal touch that makes it feel, you know, much more real. Uh, yeah, fun. Um, and then, you know, doing things. And it looks like he's, he has some, so the, um, another big thing I do in, in my posts and in my emails, it's, it's also coming from a place of humility um, and being self-deprecating. And kind of sometimes we take ourselves so seriously and it's, you know, make fun. So even with your kit and, and so cute, but you could maybe have an arrow and say like, look at that little devilish smile, you know, just a little bit <laughs> yeah. of like a little bit of having fun with it where you're not taking yourself so seriously either. Um, yeah. Like this, you know, this was the, this was the only time that hoodie stayed clean. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You should see this hoodie after it was filled with stuff. <laughs> I don't even want to know what it was, you yeah. know, but Hey, cool. all right, let's, let's go to next. Let's go to next. All right, Josh. Hope that helped, Joshua. For, yeah, here we go. Uh, this is for waxing Kara. Okay. Hi. Cara, okay. Calling Kara. Waxing Kara. Are you here? Is it? Oh, it looks like the same email on the right. It's just bigger. Okay. Um, okay. First, first line I got a problem with. Here we go. If you're writing to your friend. So every time you write an email, here's what I want you to picture. Okay. You were sitting at a coffee shop with one person having a conversation. You're sitting at a bar with one person having a conversation. If you're sitting down at a coffee shop with your friend, your, your ideal customer, what would you say to them? You wouldn't say, hi, friends. Never pluralize. Even if you're sending it to 10 million people, only one person is reading at a time. And the minute you say, hi, friends, I know you're not talking to me. I know you're talking to a whole bunch of people and you kind of lose it. Even though I know you're sending it to a lot of people, it's not just me, you immediately lose that connection. So never say, hi, friends, or how are you all doing? How's everyone? Eliminate that from all your emails from now on, everybody. Um, And again, 
We hope you're all well. Give an eye. Because um, it's coming from Kara, which is great. I, I hope you're doing well. With Mother's Day coming up, we put together a page for you. We owe you. We, it's, it's actually funny because one, almost every single line has we. We hope this, uh, we put this together. We owe you. We are still here. A um, little too much about you. We put together a page for you for Mother's Day. We owe you a big thank you and support. So I would switch this around. I would make that third paragraph. We owe you each every day. You're jumping into the Mother's Day thing too fast. So tell me a little bit about, are you, is Kara on, Dave? If, if Kara is on. I haven't, are, I haven't, I haven't seen okay. any comments. Are you, Kara, are you a mom? Um, why does this mean so much to you? And if you're not a mom, maybe tell me a story about your mom or if you didn't have a good relationship with your mom, uh, maybe you could talk about that. Or maybe you could talk about your best friend's mom who you had a great relationship or your best friend's mom who recently passed away or something to tie it into Mother's Day is such a special day. Um, and we love serving moms and having thousands of moms as a, as a member of our tribe. If wax, the waxers, right? That's another little thing. Having, having a name for your tribe, not just calling customers. Um, so we're, and, and, and again, t- being, um, not taking yourself so seriously, saying, and yes, we too are going to do a Mother's Day sale, just like everyone else, but here you go. Okay. All right, uh, let's hit natural pause. Do you, if you own natural pause, please come to the chat. Come to the chat, please. Natural pause. Pause with a Z-O. <laughs> very um, Brooklyn. It's very Brooklyn of you. Yeah, very Brooklyn. Um, I am not from Brooklyn. Okay. <laughs> no, you're not. I represent. Oh, Jessica. Queens. What's up, Jessica? All right, we got, we got her. Jessica. Okay. Please meet Ryan. Here we go. Hello, <laughs> Jessica. Um, I feel like Jessica and I already go way back. I just want to call her Jess. Uh, okay. <laughs> a little, so cute picture of the dog. A little help when you need it. That's what neighbors are for. Okay. Um, but there's, there's not really, uh, there's no, it's, it's just coupon codes, coupon codes and barcodes. And, and, save purchase show it in your store. So I'm assuming this is this physical location. Um, here are savings for everything your pet needs, bringing pets and their people together have always been important to us. That's why we're doing everything we can to support a local community. So the message is nice, like you're doing it. And people who have dogs uh, and pets just, I mean, they treat them sometimes better than their own children. So I would tap into a little bit more of the story, a little bit more of the emotion and talk about why you're doing the sale um, to help people now especially now, because as of this live recording, we're still not, you're still, we're still in the middle of the, the COVID-19 stuff. So there's a lot of uncertainty with money. So every time people can save, they're going to appreciate it. One of the best promotions we did was when, the, when this stuff first hit, we discounted our bars to, I just gave them away at my cost to help people, to get as, enhance as many people as possible. So explain why you're, per, why you're, why you're giving such good discounts. Um, and $75 on a 30 $300 purchase. Um, I mean, it's, it's good stuff. So explain it. Uh, so valid on a pet supply is not valid. Um, blah, blah, blah. So the, the only thing I don't love, and I get it, if you're a store and there might be certain restrictions that retailers put, and I know there's different margins, I, I totally understand that. But I would say as a consumer, you always have to put yourself in the shoes of the consumer. I don't like discounts with lots of, um, lots of stipulations. Um, like the fact that it's, it's only on food and treats and supplies and it's not valid on this, this, and this. It doesn't apply to auto ship or gift cards or pass services or blah, blah, blah. Like 
Why not? I, and I don't know. Again, I don't know your business model. I'm not saying you can. Maybe you have to do that. And I, I understand. But um, as much as we can, reduce the friction. And if you do reduce the friction, tell them, hey, look, we're not like everybody else. When we say save $75 on this, it's, it's a true discount. And we're not going to have 100 different things in there and 100 things you have to buy and can't buy. People feel so good about doing p- business with, with companies that are just transparent and honest because we're so used to getting screwed as customers and consumers. We just want honesty. Like, like I said, I don't know your business or can, if you can or cannot do it, but however best you can do that. But I would definitely start with, with more personal story at the beginning with the dog. And if you have a picture okay. of you and your dog, do it. Great. How many we got? Okay, I think we got, boom. We got, let's do, let's do pickled and then we're going to jump into Q&A. Pickled. All right. Uh, take a further. So we jump right in. So it's like, you're not even asking me out on a date. You're jumping right in. You're, 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 you're trying to get me uh, back to your house, back to your apartment, like right from the beginning. So take a further 20% off our... So you're assuming I even know about your six combo pack. Right away, take a further 20% off. Like, what do you mean further? Was there already a discount? I, I don't know where you're meeting me. I don't know what the emails were leading up to this. Um, one of the best spices ever. So it's great testimonials, but you got to get that lower. So why are, why do, how is this going to help me now, the seasonings? So again, getting, in, getting in, in the shoes right now, if people, and it's people in Australia, and maybe in Australia, they're having trouble getting some food, or maybe they're home, and maybe they're getting bored with the same food over and over and over again. Let's add some spice. Let's add some variety to it. Let's, let's have some fun in the kitchen. Show a picture of one of your customers using your spice. Show a picture of you using the spice. Show a picture of some meals with this, using the spices or show a recipe. Um, do that kind of stuff. Uh, even now, it's perfect timing. And I don't know if you're, if you're based in Australia because Australia-wide, but, and I don't know what the meat supply is. I know in the US right now, there's an issue with meat uh, with um, a lot of, there's a lot of supply issues. And now people, the supermarkets are restricting. You could only have like one piece of meat or two things per family. And uh, I would, I would, if you can, if that's happening, I would absolutely talk about that too. Not twisting a knife, not making people feel guilty, but like, hey, meat is being restricted right now. If, if this is for meat, if you can use it for meat, um, let's make the best of what we have. Let's get creative and really enjoy every bite. So. Also, like you, you could probably, you could probably tee this up with a hook first. Like, you might want to read this because it's the best offer we've ever made. Click. Oh, so yeah, it's like I said. There's, it's, there's no, there's no foreplay here. Uh, there's no let me buy you a drink. It's right into take a fur, take a further twenty percent off. Feels like I'm in the middle of a sentence. Like you, you, you told me about something else. But if I don't, if I didn't open your last email, or you didn't have another thing about this, and you, I just see this, I'm like, what do you mean take a further? Was there already mm-hmm. a discount? Like I, I don't know. And also the seventy five. Is that with the twenty percent off, or is it a further twenty percent off of that? I I don't know. It's not. It's not, it's really not clear. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, we covered we got, a lot got, of stuff, Dave. We, we, we covered a lot. Do this we shit every to, week. Come on. I know. I honestly, I, I was actually just messaging the team. I'm like, how do we get? How do how do we do this regularly? Because it's amazing. All right. I'm I'm going to rip through some of these questions. Um, what would you put? This one's from Tyser. What would you put in the subject line to draw a question? Give me give me some g- general subject line advice. Um, I would say in general, it's better to use, um, don't, don't give it away, use curiosity. So for example, instead of saying, um, 
cumin is my favorite spice, I would say something like, here's my all-time favorite spice or try this spice or spice up your life or something. But I would definitely use curiosity. And I think most people give everything away in the email or if it's a fitness thing, they'll say, the one-handed push-up is my favorite push-up. Well, now they really don't have an, uh, they don't have a reason <laughs> right. to email. Yeah. That's, that's your, that there, there's your one word of advice, curiosity. Like your subject line should be, should be peak to peak curiosity. And, um, this and unfortunately, okay. Yeah. I, go I ahead. Can, no, go, go. Unfortunately, um, negative email, negative headlines tend to outpull positive ones. So, you know, she hated it in general will outpull. She loved it, but you got to be careful because you don't want to have every headline negative and using that kind of stuff. But I will say in general, because I've, I've sent millions of emails, they do tend to outpull. Unfortunately, I wish it wasn't the case. Okay, this question, do you, rec- do you recommend also putting our first name in the from as well? For example, Rewind email subscribers would see the email being from Ryan from Rewind in their inbox. Yeah, you could test that. Um, right now, we're still just doing Rewind. Uh, so I've seen people do that. I, I know one guy who he tests every, he'll send different emails with different froms. Like he'll say DS. And then sometimes he'll say David S. Um, and he says it might increase it a little bit. We just keep it pretty standard from Rewind. This is a separate one, but I want to ask you it anyway. Um, this is from Sarah. How would you sell bags in the middle of a pandemic, more specifically for Mother's Day? What kind of offer would you come up with? What's your hook? Bags, like what kind of bags? Like, I think I saw her. I saw her question before. It was basically like, you know, nobody's going out right now, but but she has a handbag business. How would you How would you try to market handbags right now, even oh, though everybody's at home? Yeah, handbag. Well, it's it's definitely going to be tough. It's, it's definitely tougher because people are still at the lower part of the Maslow's hierarchy of needs. So they're still thinking about like water, food, survival. Now they're starting to move up a little bit to health. The higher stuff, um, handbags is like more travel and going out and a little bit more aspirational. So it is definitely tougher. But the more you could build anticipation, like, hey, I, some states, so tie into news, you know, I, I see some states are already starting to open up and they're starting to loosen up. Um, and now's the time to kind of, to get your bag at a discount. And hey, why not even get the bag and take a picture of it, you know, of, of a selfie and make your friends jealous. Um, but it's, it's definitely going to be more challenging to, to sell that. But I would talk about how it's, how it's coming soon and, and talk about, look, when, when the restrictions are fully out and everyone's like out, this stuff's, gonna, this stuff's all going to probably sell out because everyone's going to be buying everything because everyone wants to go out and look their best. So, you know, so, and, and say, you know, if, if your audience is mostly women, say treat yourself or treat a woman you know and show them. And it also gives you hope for what's coming instead of only, you know, what are you going to do? Buy your mom or buy yourself a roll of toilet paper? Like, let's treat ourselves a little bit. Yeah, you know, we've been working hard. It's been tough on Mother's Day. Let's treat ourselves. You're entitled treat to treat. Huh? Treat yourself. I love yeah, it. Treat, treat yourself. yourself. Treat yourself. You deserve okay. it. This question is from Mercedes. For someone that's super new in business and needs to have a welcome email sent to new subscribers, uh, what would you recommend? What, what's, what's the structure for a welcome email? So after somebody subscribed, they get that email. What's, what's the best structure? Um, well, I don't know. It's hard for me to see. I keep people walking by there behind you. Um, <laughs> Jesus. I love home Zooms. Um, I would say get into your why the why you started it. Sarah talked about celiac disease. I think you've got to connect on that level and talk about the why you started this company and these products and start there. And then you can talk about the product, but I wouldn't make it about the product. So whatever your story is, 
Hey, Ryan, thank you so much for being here. I know you have a lot of options and opportunities to do other things and go with other companies. Um, I started this X number of years ago because I was diagnosed with this and I'm here to help people and serve people. Um, we do have new bars and drinks. If you want to check them out, go here. We have our Facebook group. Check us out in there too. Join the, join the fun and watch because we're going to send more emails with hopefully stuff that you're going to like. It's going to help you live a better life. I can't wait to help you. If you have any questions, just hit reply. Yes, I'm a real person. And yes, I really see these emails. I love that format. And I think it's a huge mistake. People, that, that's like a free email, right? Because that's like the kickback email somebody's going to get after they already signed up. This is your opportunity to like say something again to them. And, and yeah. so I like, I like promoting all your stuff. Right. And I do, um, when people order, I, I have a video and we'll send them a thank you email. Say, hey, click here for the video. And it's me here, like in my arcade saying, hey, it's Ryan. Thanks so much for being here. Don't be afraid to use video. Um, video works and it. it doesn't have to be fancy produced. Most of my videos are just me and my iPhone. How often, this one's from Melissa. How often are you sending emails? None of your business. <laughs> I will do. <laughs> Join um, the list. <clears throat> so what we do is I'll send an email. Um, it's, it's essentially every other day. So let's say it's Monday. Um, and to me, it's, it's the consistency of the time is, is really important. So it usually goes out. I write it in real time. I actually sit down every morning. That's my most important thing. My number one task. I'll write it at like 7.30, 8.30 in the morning. It usually goes out around nine. Um, so if I write it on Monday, I send it to the whole list. Tuesday, 24 hours later, I'll send it to everyone who didn't open or click the email. The same exact email, just a different subject. And we'll usually double our revenue from that. And then I send a new, mail, a new email on Wednesday. So every other day they're getting a new email. If they're opening. Yeah, seg- segment, right? Like, right. do... You can you can send you can't send enough email to people who you want it. You will if you do that one thing. If you send the same email with a different subject to the people who didn't open or click, you will increase your revenue by fifty percent overnight. Assuming you're making some revenue from email, um, guaranteed. I've just doubled your revenue. You're welcome. There's another <laughs> one too, which is resend to people who didn't open. Change the subject line. That's what I just said. You did? I thought you said didn't click. Oh, no, no. O- open or click. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. there you got two. All right. Let, let's I, do the last, yeah. <laughs> last one. Last one from Kristen. Uh, what's the best time of day to send email? Well, I kind of just answered that. To me, it's more about the consistency. It's, it's them knowing they're going to get that email from you at that, that time. Yeah, you could kind of mess around and say, well, my people are this and they tend to open at 3 p.m. and it's 3% more. At 3. I don't give a shit. I want it simple and it's like they know they're getting an email at this time and it's pretty consistent and it's... it's uh, it's just consistent timing. For me, I, it's the most important thing we do in our business is email because that, that's the majority of our revenue. So it's the first thing I do in the morning before I start checking all the other crap. So I suggest everyone make email a priority and try to do it in the morning or at least whenever you have, if you have another job or full-time job, whatever block of time you have, do it and make it consistent. All right. I love it. Ryan, any, any parting words before, before I, I click end on this uh, Zoom? And we, we definitely got to figure out how to do this again. The people want, the people want you. Do you guys um, want more? If you want more, tell, tell Dave and flood their box, hey, we want more of this. Um, because I, I honestly, I get nothing. Well, not that I don't get anything out of it. I, I love because I just, I love teaching this stuff. So the more I could do this, I, this lights me up. Um, parting words, treat people like you treat your own family. Hopefully you treat your family well. Do the right thing and 
never forget why we're doing this. Like really, and, and I'm not trying to sound like all fluffy, but you, you really have to come from a, a place of I'm here to serve them. I know before I asked, why did people start business? One person wrote um, to create general, generational wealth for my family. I'm not judging. Look, everyone has their own thing. But if, if that's your only reason, then it's not, then the heart and the soul and the love and the caring is not going to come through in your email. It's going to be really hard to do it. So even, it doesn't matter why you started it now. Like you've got to really connect with the people. And don't forget every email you send they're real, living, breathing human beings. They're mothers and fathers and sons and daughters and husbands and wives and brothers and sisters. They're real people. So treat them with respect and don't treat them just like a number and truly care about them and listen to them and protect them and don't promote crap. Sell and, and give them good stuff. Amazing. All right. The people want more Ryan Lee. We're going to give it to them. Uh, we will be back with something soon. Ryan, thanks for doing this. Go and check out uh, all Ryan stuff, Rewind Bars. Honestly, one little secret is when you, when you find somebody really smart and good at marketing like this, uh, like I would just go sign up for Ryan's list and just get, get his emails. And like, it really is a reps and sets thing. You got you gotta see it every day. And I bet yeah. you, if you get on Ryan's email list within a week, you're going to be able to pick up what he's doing. Yeah. Go to rewindbars.com and then join, if you can join our Facebook group for rewind. It's just go to Facebook and type in rewind breakfast club and join there and see what we're doing, how the emails kind of infuse it into our group and what we're doing to build our community there. Um, and if you, if you want to support me, buy some, well, the, the bars are on pre-order. You can pre-order bars and get some drinks. You're going to love them. the best drinks in the world, best green drinks. So thank you, Dave, love for it. having me. Any, any, I'm serious. Anytime you need me, I'm here. Thank you. And thanks and good love luck, it. everybody. Talk to you later. See you guys.